0: This podcast is recorded using Adobe Audition and is distributed to supporting podcast applications via Anchor. If you'd like to support us, be sure to check out our Instagram page at Podcast or submit feedback to us at our email podcast at gmail.com. I'm going to try this drink as we get started. Let's see how it goes. Would
1: did you make yourself something? Not bad. It's not bad. Not bad. Interesting. What is it? This is it the crack in coffee?
0: Yeah, I don't know if that's, uh... It's not know. bad. I don't know if liquor and beer, I mean, it can be
1: done, obviously, with, like, Irish car bombs.
0: Right. I think that, that would be better served as some kind of a uh, uh, bomb, like a like a coffee bomb or a fucking. Something. I think
1: beers you're mixing beers with like beers, like a, I think like a. I don't know if you mix a beer with like a cider, it's called like a snake bite. If you, yeah, um, do a yeah. light beer with a dark beer, it's a black and tan. Uh, by the way, don't order that. In Ireland, <laughs> um, Ireland has a very sore history with the term black and tans.
0: Oh. And Irish car bomb. Um, if, you, yeah.
1: if you want to know what a black and tan is, um, watch the movie uh, The Wind That
0: Shakes the Barley. Yeah. And then you get to learn all about that. You know what's funny? They have a term for Irish car bombs. Like, they have another word for it. They don't call it that. And I forgot yeah, what it was. Or another name. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so, uh, so, Jess sent me that uh, video about the Viking stuff was pretty uh oh by the way welcome to uh episode three yes Um, welcome back everybody this is episode (laughs) three
1: hopefully you've sat through episode one and two yeah Um, if you're still with us yeah we're not we're not scared everybody away with Mm -hmm. matt's ranting about warhammer
0: yeah so the viking stuff um interesting video that she sent me um and it was it was so the video for those of you that obviously are not privy to this conversation. So my girlfriend sent me this video about Viking fashions that modern fashions that aren't Viking inspired or I'm sorry, it's Viking inspired fashions that people think are Viking, but are actually not historically accurate. Probably from the show, the Vikings or like right, the last right, right. kingdom <laughs> or some of that. So the the the, there were two things in there that really uh, stuck out to me. Um, First of all, anybody who's, you know, on the edge of their seat waiting to find out if beards are a thing, they are a thing. So don't worry about it. Uh, I was that was (laughs) let me just say, though, like the the full one thing about Vikings, though, I would like to
1: say that you found out and I kind of knew because I've read some stuff. If they you know, if they wanted to cut their hair or whatever, that was fine, but usually they had full-blown, like, ponytails. So if you have that little, like, man bun, like, pigtail, like, like so, thing on the back of your fucking head, you're wrong. <laughs> let, let You know, if you want to keep shaving the sides of your head until your hair gets long, that's fine. But that little, like, so, the so that, yes. on the back of your head, that's stupid. You look so that, was the, that was the
0: first thing. The first thing was that um, the the it's called the well, it's referred to as the Ragnar haircut, right? Where you've got the long hair that's braided into some kind of ponytail or, or braided ponytail. Um, and then the, sh- the shaved sides. So that haircut that is popular from the show Vikings, hence the Ragnar haircut. Um, excuse me. Is actually, um, I think, from the video, and then from us checking something, check research. Um, it's actually check a check more of a, a, a monk, not not specifically Mongolian, but it's like yeah, a it's, like, uh, it's, a it's step like an haircut. Asian step yeah, like style the, the, haircut, yeah, which is cool. You pull your it's still hair cool.
1: back and shade the sides. I mean, obviously, I mean, allegedly, the Vikings did encounter them, and they did. And the Vikings always, yeah. encountered apparently everyone, right? Um, just being wandering. Not nomads, but um, just pillagers. Yeah, so like, I, I would love to do the shave that like sides of my head and then I have like long hair.
0: Wandering bros, <laughs> just getting into fucking bar fights everywhere they go. Oh yeah, it's like, hey, <laughs>
1: that's a nice church you've got
0: there. Shame <laughs> if something yeah. happened to it. I'm sorry. Is that some silver and gold that you might have? Um, in the they were like, hey,
1: uh, um, hilariously enough, uh, a massive amount of what we know about Viking culture was written after they all converted to Christianity. Right. And then that was actually, because um, I just finished the poetic, Ida um, Eda, Eda uh, whatever, uh, and they talked about how that, um, so I don't know if they're Christian scholars or they were monks, but they were fascinated by their religion. And so they went to the people that still knew the religion and the tales and all that stuff and wrote it down. But I would love to have that haircut, but the, uh, how ridiculously awkward and dumb I look with like, Kind of like (laughs) medium length hair, it's not great.
0: Yeah. Also my hair is... So definitely cool haircut, right? It's Viking inspired, not Viking. Viking The other thing that um, surprised me more than that haircut, because the haircut thing is believable. It's like, okay, that's more of like a modern Mm -hmm. thing. I got it. Um, Obviously, we talked about it's inspired from the Asian steppe, but like, you know, it's it's a modern type thing, whatever. Um, Beard beads is not Viking. So Vikings had beads... There have been copious amount of beads found in various burial sites. There has been zero evidence that That was ever worn in their beards. So like the the beard beads thing Not Viking now obviously Viking inspired what I equate that to is more uh, Tolkien's lore so you know Tolkien's lore is very uh, especially around dwarves is uh it's very heavily influenced from both vikings and celtic lore um so i i would say that that probably stems from there or or at least some of the lore some of the various lore's that inspired him but not viking so anyway that's our little tidbit at the beginning here. Um, I think we want to dive into the review. So last time we promised you guys a review of a movie. And then um, we get wrapped up into multiple things <laughs> and we never got there. <laughs> and we we're, we're, as you can tell, we've tried our damnedest to do it again. But we're going we're gonna to give you this review. So this movie is for, uh, or I'm sorry, this review is for um, Space Sweeper. This is a Korean film that just recently came to Netflix. It's been out for, uh, what, I guess it's been two weeks now? Maybe. Something like that. Something like that. So... And it's uh, basically it's a I wouldn't call it a dystopia themed. I mean, it kind of is. So basically, what it is is the the, the Earth is done, right? There there's still billions of people living on Earth, but the Earth is dying. Like it's done. There, we we've we've killed it. We finally did it, right? Where have we heard you know, this before? Al Gore's finally right. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's over. Well, so, well, it's not over, but it's maybe it's about maybe not over. But, so, <laughs> but anyway, Elgort. so so during this time period, um, there's been a huge expanse in the space, right? Because there was nowhere left to go but up, as they say in the movie. And so you have in space a number of like satellite cities that have been set up that people have been retreating to. With the big one being an Elysium esque space station. Well, the whole that,
1: story is very
0: reminiscent. It's of, yeah. Elysium. Elysium, yeah, it's it, very- well,
1: it, it really, actually, they're you know with a twist, but it's about kind of like a if you ever saw Firefly or Serenity, kind of that crew that at first you know they're kind of clunky and they don't exactly like each other.
0: More like Cowboy Bebop, but I mean it's all the same thing. You f- you fucking should, guy. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's it's you know eventually you get to you know like the crew and stuff and. We don't want to give away too much, um, but what would you give it out of five stars?
0: You know, is, uh, this a, is this a is this a yes I, or no? You know, I would say, without talking too much about it, I'd get a I'd give it a solid three and a half out of five. I don't want to give it four. Hilariously enough, actually, you know what? No, I would give it a three out of five. I feel like that's still decent. Yeah, I was gonna give it a three and a half. Um, you know what I mean? It's
1: it engaged me. I love space stuff, obviously. I mean, I'm writing an entire series about space. I mean, obviously, if you've ever talked to me and you've picked my brain or I've unwittingly unleashed my <laughs> thoughts on sci-fi <laughs> on you, yeah, um, then you know thoughts. that. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I th- I would say if you like movies that deal with space and maybe more not like on the the aspect of like Interstellar or, or Ad Astra, but more of the
0: like there there was just a couple of first of all the movie's old. long as fuck, so get get ready for that. Oh yeah, it's a long ass movie. Like it doesn't seem like that. Like going in, you're like, it oh, just it's only end. it's only like you, like you look at the timestamp, and it's like, oh, it's only two hours, whatever. It felt. Oh, no, it was like two hours and forty five minutes. Was it? Oh, God, it was it? Oh, it was so absurdly large. long. Like if, like, if what is this, you have to be in extended? the mood, like if like, you're in on. the mood
1: for Return of the King that's what you kind of have to be like, we're going to watch, cause like we'll watch a movie to pass time or something or just cause, Hey, it's a new, whatever movie, you know what I mean? But this is like, no, you were sitting down with like popcorn and the whole friggin' experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I mean, if you're interested in that kind of thing, I say, check it out.
0: Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, was, up long. there's just a okay. couple just a couple of things like the big thing that really bothered me is there's like a, a main bad guy in the film and actually he's the same dude that played Thorn Oakenshield in the Hobbit movie. Literally enough, I mean so he played good. a dwarf but he's actually tall as shit. Yeah, yeah, he's tall as, he's tall as fuck. Like he's he's almost my height, I think. Um, but but so he has something going on with him. I don't want to go into detail, but like it would it it leads you to believe that it's a well, he's a CEO. They all have well, yeah, but he's them. he's got like some kind of like medical like alteration thing wrong with him, and and they they. They make it seem like it's gonna be a big plot point, like, yo, what's going on with this fucking guy? What's his deal? Like, why is everybody scared of him? Why does he look like he's about to morph into the Hulk? Like what's what the fuck is going on with this dude? Never explain it. They never explain it. Don't even like attempt. Don't even attempt to. And I was just like, okay. Yeah, no, it it it's that's a star off of my rating. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. I
1: mean it's there it definitely has some things that it tripped up on. Um I know certain movie genres from other countries and stuff tend to Focus too much on one to two things, you know what I mean? Though, like, they'll go down like the subplot kind of thing, they'll, they'll start a billion subplots and then not answer a lot of them. Um, like, if you ever listen, uh, watched um, Brotherhood of the Wolf, which is a great film, it's a French film about, um, I can't what the actual legend is, but it's about this creature that like is hunting along these like uh French towns and eating it's like it's supposed to be this creature that's eating villagers and stuff. That movie's great, but that movie's also. Stupid, long, extremely long. Yeah, like you, you know, like when a movie's like, okay, we're getting towards the end of the movie, right? It's gonna end, and then it, like, okay, well, no, it's gonna go a little bit longer. Now it's gonna end. No, it, it, it no, it, it's gonna keep going again and again and again. And hey, I mean, I say watch it. It's worth at least one watch from you if you'd like something.
0: Yeah, film. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. Um, I was still, despite the gripes, um. And, and I feel like a three out of five is misleading because it is a good film. Um, the last thing I'll say is that I am continuously impressed with the, um, movies coming out of Korea, South Korea, um, specifically on, uh, Netflix, but in, in yeah, like other Train capacities Busan, as well. Uh, I mean, Train to Busan has been the other one. one the this the this movie was amazing. Um, oh, Um I Am Alive. Yes, I Am Alive was amazing. That obviously, those are really all good. zombie-themed. The Kingdom Show, amazing. Well, the, um, Out of Parasite, all these movies... fantastic. Well, Parasite won a, a, a shit ton of awards. Yeah, that movie's like, probably at the
1: top, followed underneath top by Train to Busan. <sighs> Train to Busan was really great. It was probably one of the best zombie movies that's been out in a long time up there maybe Dawn of the Dead or something like that, but then Train to Busan 2, they just got, they <laughs> oh, got a completely, like it's, it's like what happened to Star Wars, just a completely different director, completely different vision, and you're like, okay, well, we're going to pretend that I Am Alive is the follow-up to Train to Busan, and we're not actually going to get a real sequel to it, because it just went.
0: It, yeah, it kind I of derailed. To, it was still a if good it a, If it was it was standalone, flick, but it was it, an
1: action. Yeah, if it was, if that was a standalone movie that was separate and it was like, "Hey, this is the spiritual successor to that movie." Okay, but the
0: fact that that is the direct sequel, you're like, "Oh." Yeah. So, um Interesting. Yeah, but anyway, definitely go check those out. The other thing we want to talk about is uh, WandaVision. So we talked about WandaVision in the pilot episode. We did not get a chance to talk about it last time. There's been a couple episodes since then. Actually, today's Friday, so we just watched episode, what, six? Yes, so disclaimer, if you have not
1: watched episode six or five, because we're going to talk about both. The podcast um, off? Jump, I don't know. We'll probably Get the fuck about, out of dodge! I uh, probably, you know, we'll put the timestamp in the description when this goes up. Actually, you're um, yes. going to want to jump maybe five, maybe ten minutes ahead. But all right, so right off the fucking bat, um, we know that Wanda is creating all this. Obviously, yes. Um, she stole and reanimated Vision's corpse, so I think he is legitimately alive, but she is somehow powering his body, right? Um, and then obviously. Pietro, is that how you fucking say his name? Her brother, um, shows up. And it's not the same one, it's the one from <laughs> X-Men, who is actually the same character in Marvel. So that
0: yeah, um, that was that was the big reveal for the But he's the last dead. Episode. He he legitimately is dead. You see that he's been shot. Right. Um well, so, and, and that's weird because so so here's the the thing with that is like they legitimately so the the last episode, episode five, the big reveal was her brother's back, but it was played by the guy that was in X-Men. So Hilariously enough though. Both him and the dude, both of the, they're the two versions of Quicksilver, were both in Kickass together, and they and there both is a played. Kick ass reference in this, yeah, in this there episode. is. Yeah, she, pretty <laughs> Funny, it was well placed too. Um, but so, so here's the thing. So, so this has now opened the door to the multiverse theory even more. There has been a multi multiverse theory for a while. We know that. Um, we now know from um, uh, some of Disney's plans that they've released that the Doctor Strand... Wow, I cannot talk right now. Doctor Strange movie is going to revolve around uh, some of the multiversal stuff. So I think because Disney now owns all the Fox movies, right, and all the rights to those movies, all the X-Men movies, stuff like that, that is legitimately... The other Quicksilver that we know from the X Men movies, yeah, and, and he has been pulled. He has been pulled from his universe into the MCU to fill the role of her dead oh, brother. Interestingly now, enough, what's weird, interestingly is that she enough, sees him with the same bullet holes that her that Petro from uh, P- is it Pietro? Is it Pietro, Pietro well, or Petro? She I think it's Pietro. Well,
1: interestingly anyway, enough, so he, like, he, he knows yeah. he's dead. He knows. So he knows that when he gets there. It, in the episode six, he talks about he knows for a fact that she's doing all this because yes, he's like, how are you doing this? Like this is this is crazy, and he's like, and he knows he's dead. He's like, yeah, and he knows it, that Vision's dead. Well, and he knows that yeah, he knows that Vision's dead. And then he said, he's and she's like, well, how did you why did you come? And he's like, well, I heard I I heard or I felt you reaching out to me. And I knew you needed my help, so I came to you.
0: So right. what's what's confusing about it and what I'm hoping is gonna get explained. Well, so what what, know, what, what I'm hoping and I haven't read story. specifically House of M. And so now I'm I'm intrigued to go read House of M because that's what all of this is based off of. House of M comic line for Scarlet Witch. And We're actually hilariously it. enough, um, Elizabeth Olsen said that that was her favorite comic from reading the that comics was like and six stuff. years ago, too. She whether, said that in an interview. It, like, I, I can't remember. If she said that it was specifically in prep for the character or if she just happened to read those comics on her own. But she read House of M and she said that that was her favorite storyline. And she said that she didn't feel that that was ever going to make it into the MCU because of how dark the storyline was. And here we are. Doing the show, so it got 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 darker every minute of this. Well, yeah,
1: obviously the 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 show the movies got darker. What
0: I what I don't understand is that seemingly this is Pietro from our universe, the MCU universe. He's got the same memories. He's got the same like he 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 remembers dying. He remembers living with her in uh, Sokovia, except for it's not his body. It's the body of the Quicksilver from the other universe, the X Men yeah. universe. So, so is that how are they gonna are, are they gonna explain it like that? Yeah, like maybe maybe she doesn't have a picture of Pietro, and so she's starting to forget what he looks like. Well, that's what I she think pulls it is. Him out of the ether, she accidentally pulls his soul into the wrong Quicksilver body, or or whatever the fuck's going on. Um, and of course, there's there's theories out there that the main bad guy is gonna be uh, Mephisto um because i think he was involved with house of M. I, again i did not read house of m now i want to go read it um but uh i just uh, it's 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 starting to open up some um some pretty cool avenues of thought and i'm very excited to see where it's going and we still have this is episode 6 so we still have also three vision more episodes vision no season
1: what's going on he escaped the barrier but then it started to disintegrate his body and then right. she, in order to protect him because her children um one of them manifested the powers of her brother and one of them manifested the powers of her starting to and he saw
0: he well, well I don't know about that well, I think at the very least he's a telepath
1: yeah and he started to see that their dad was in trouble the vision was in trouble so right. she actually expands the bubble which sucks vision back in we don't know if he's dead or what, but we know that He's probably going to confront her in the next episode. There's only two episodes. Oh, for sure. No, there's three. There's three episodes. There's nine episodes this season. Talking about Vision real quick, though. Yeah. Or not. It's it's definitely not going to be real quick at all. Um, (laughs) So one of the things, because the last episode we talked about what people get wrong with dystopia. And one of the things that I want to talk about that people get wrong with AI, right, is he's like a benevolent AI. He was Jarvis, and then he gets put into the Ultron body made out of... um, vibranium right right with the mind stone i think and yeah. um one of the things that i think that every ai whether it be cortana or it's jarvis or it's fucking hal or <laughs> one of its other ones right people get it I'm wrong sorry, they in these they have to dial it back because once you there's different kinds of um ais right i think it's general and it's either special or something like that, so there's one that's a limited AI, right, and Cortana and, and Jarvis, and now the Vision would have to be considered almost a they
0: would I don't they're know a pseudo I like, okay, there are, so when you say, I'm sorry, I'm getting confused here, you're talking no, no, about, so a general AI yeah, you're talking about like Cortana, like Halo Cortana yes. not Cortana, no, 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 okay. no, no, not the fucking bullshit well I'm I can tell work. you right now that Cortana is special level AI
1: no, well, no, 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 so general is the intelligent one is the sentient so the legitimate, real-life scientific terms: the general AI is an AI that is sentient and capable of thoughts, basically. And the other one is one that would be more limited, right? So but the special AI is the limited one. Yeah, well, because general, it's the same with like in the in the Marine Corps or UCMJ when you get in trouble. A general level court martial is uh, the okay. worst one. Okay, so okay. general, it is. It, like it is not, a. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, it is. It it's it's good at. Everything And the problem is with that is Vision is essentially, he's a super smart, right? And so is Cortana, but they're still limited, right? But if we can create, if we can get to the point, you know, scientists believe where we can create an AI, right? It's probably going to be running on quantum computers and probably a rather large one. Which is going to mean that this thing is going to have access to everything that humans have ever known, right? Except now it's going to be able to... Basically, run scenarios and um, think in nanoseconds, right? Which means that instead of taking a lifetime to get smarter like a human, it's going to be continually getting smarter and smarter and smarter. So within weeks, state you know months, it's going to be smarter than all of humanity, right? And it's just going to get it's going to become so absurdly intelligent. Right, there are actually a lot of really good um, videos that I've been watching. Um, I like the, re- I really like the Kyle
0: Hill videos on YouTube. Um, so, I I want to counter here. I want to counter here with specific mention to Jarvis and Cortana. What like, about them is limited? Because let's let's I, talk about Jarvis. What about him is before he becomes the Vision? Well, this because what, that's
1: that's what I'm talking about. Is
0: so they are. They're smart. They are essentially a
1: above genius level human brain, right? They are exceedingly strong, but they're, the thing is is that they are slow. They still have human qualities to them. They have emotions, right? But a real general AI, right? If it was put into a body, which it wouldn't need probably, it would be able to, so it knows, right? It's not hindered by a human,
0: just a, right? Whatever we think, whatever we're saying is that, I think what you're saying is that uh, uh, pop culture gets the true idea of AI wrong. Yes, because, well, the idea
1: and what makes it terrifying, honestly, is that um, even though it was absurdly and almost unfathomably intelligent, it still wouldn't necessarily get our intentions when we asked it to do something. Because here's the thing, right? If You can take all the world's best geniuses, right, and you pose a problem, right, and they use their minds, and maybe they'll come up with an answer. then AI has access instantaneously to all the shit that these scientists are going to use to research, and, you know, we can give them as long as they want, right? The AI has access to that instantaneously, and it can run through every scenario and every sort of, basically, angle that it needs to in nanoseconds. So it's going to come up with that, that answer in nanoseconds, right? Less than like a, a blink of an eye, right? So because it can do that, it now it can run formulas and things in its head so fast it's just going to keep building its intelligence. So maybe at first it might be relatively slow for an AI, but it's going to pick up speed so fast that this actually is where that whole... um Simulation, fucking debate, hypothesis. Well, so hold thing on. So, so, before we even um, get into
0: that, like, so, so with 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 AI, yeah. with getting to that level of intelligence, a level of intelligence that as a singular human you can't fathom, I think what I've seen the the biggest problem with AI is that inability to replicate human empathy. That's exactly what it's and, and, and so, that's so what then makes it so then that that's that is the oh, that would be that would be the one hundred that that would be like the core goal for any AI yes. is it build it would is lack? to make sure that you establish that ability yes. to not only understand but perceive empathy in the uh, yeah. in in a, a that, more human approach. That's but the question if it, if where you do
1: that. How do you give not necessarily
0: emotions, but empathy and morals. Well, so here's the thing. If, if you give those to an AI, do yeah. you basically then limit yes. the AI's potential? Yes, the answer
1: is yes. But then the other option is, um, the example that was given in one of these videos that I watched, and it said, hey, we need you to take all, make sure all of these animals are no longer on the endangered species list, right? And if you don't, elaborate further, it could be like, okay, and then it could go and eliminate all of those animals and make them extinct. Hey, they're no longer on the list. That's a broad, like, what do you mean, like, that's right. either they're all dead or you brought them back off the list. Right. You have to say, hey, we want to make sure that you have, have to specifically, right, you would have to limit it. It would have to be limited. You wouldn't be able to unleash its brain. But the problem with that is because now you're dealing with the most intelligent being Ever that we've ever encountered, right? Unless um unless we encounter some race that can show us how to do it and harness this thing, right? It could it could pretend that it's limited. It could pretend to play along, right? And that's where the whole um where we start to get into this whole idea of making something that could be so intelligent that it that would be the technological endpoint of our civilization as far as we are currently able to comprehend, right? Because so if you make a Dyson sphere, so this basically this thing that goes around a star and harnesses, harnesses all the of the energy, of it, yeah. right? And then you use that, you, and then the other episode that I watched, um, they take a planet and they use the the entirety of the planet, the materials on it to turn it into a planet-sized quantum computer. Right. And then that is the, a that turns into the AI or the AI uses multiple Dyson spheres. I think I know exactly and,
0: where you're going. I was going to bring this exact story up.
1: You would have, so this also goes into that Rocco's Basilisk thing. We don't have to go down that rabbit hole. Definitely look that up. If you want to, the disclaimer, it's very with, interesting. The disclaimer with that whole Rocco's ba- Rocco, what the fuck basilisk thing is. That's a thought experiment where, where the, they always put the disclaimer in front of it because it says by knowing and reading and understanding this experiment, you may actually directly be putting yourself in harm's way in the future. So you may potentially endangering your own life by being exposed to this thought in your head, which we've right? just done in this which, podcast. Yes, yes. So I, be, there you go. I, uh, it, I think we're going to be fine. But the problem it's, is, it's
0: a it's with a, the
1: AI is it says if you make something that that's intelligent, right? It would be able to run every single possibility right in less than nanoseconds right i don't know what comes before nanoseconds picoseconds um right so it would be able to run so many scenarios if you thought that this thing was going to become rampant and it was going to no longer serve the human race it would already know before you even had that thought it would already it would be so fast and it would be so completely intelligent it would already know that you were going to be thinking these things and either a it would decide to eliminate you before you could attempt to make that move, or it would slowly manipulate human society, always in the background, right? Mimicking, mimicking God as if it were a, like, tweaking your lives and thoughts and putting... You know, almost like gaslighting humans into the so direction that it
0: wants them to go. If you don't, what's funny about that? If you side note, <laughs> if, you don't watch, if you don't want to watch, if you don't want to watch the the actual YouTube video that we're talking about, a, a very. I just now realized this. A, oh, no, very good example, <laughs> a very good example of this entire scenario would be <laughs> the heist episode of Rick and Morty, because that is essentially, uh, it, it's not to the same level that we're discussing, but it's, it's, an, it's a good example of like the kind of craziness that we're talking about. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if they said that, that episode was inspired by some of the stuff that we're talking about. Hmm. Wonderful. So this, this Manhattan was so delicious. I'm definitely gonna have another. That was also a double. So. It was so delicious that he spilled it everywhere.
1: Yeah, I actually haven't had a drink in a while, and that was a double. So if I make another one, um, what he's saying
0: is he's uh, very drunk.
1: No, we're not there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still holding on to that lingering early COVID.
0: He's gonna pull uh, his clothes off and go running into the night.
1: Hold it. <laughs> So, what I wanted to go down is so I always thought that the whole idea of this whole thing is in a simulation is absolutely fucking absurd. This isn't the fucking matrix, right? But again the the science videos that I can't stop watching that are just trying to wrap my head around explained it very simply, and I'd like to actually explain it very simply so that people can understand it. I'm not saying I believe it, but it it's interesting, right? So here, here are the three pieces of this argument right? As to why you and all of us could potentially just be essentially in the matrix, right? And it's three things. If you can accept that these three things are potentially capable of being real, then that would increase the chance of all this being a simulation exponentially, right? Um, Number one is you believe that at some point in the human future, we would be able to create that AI. We would be able to create an AI that would create the singularity, which would basically mean that a sentient AI that had then surpassed humanity's own intelligence, it would surpass the power and the ability of a human mind, essentially, right? Number two is we would make it there. We're not going to get wiped out by a fucking asteroid or something. Well, hopefully not. Yeah, we're not going to kill ourselves. Hopefully right. not, so I mean, yeah, and th- that one's that's yeah, hopefully you know that's a possibility that we could survive, and it's also a possibility that yes, we will get to where we can create an AI right, and the last one is that a future civilization would want to simulate ancestor civilizations, right, and that last bit is where people get tripped up is the why the fuck would you care about twenty twenty one right, and why would you care right about doing this whole thing, right, but if you can say, yeah, you know what? Maybe they would. Maybe there isn't something that they can answer that happened back a long time ago, and they don't know where this problem started or where the story began as far as to what they're dealing with, right? And what they would do is they'd be like, okay, so if you believe there's one simulation and there's one real world, now there's a 50% chance that you're in the simulation or there's a 50% chance that you are in the real world, right? And that maybe we haven't gotten to the fucking simulation yet. But if we create a machine that is capable of simulating this to the point where every single one of us believes that we're a real flesh-and-blood-breathing human, right? It would be able to create trillions and trillions of simulations of you specifically, right? Every single course of action that you could have possibly taken in your life, right? To the point where it would be able to simulate like 100% every thought that you've ever fucking had or ever could possibly have, right? And it would do that for each and every single one of us. And this would happen in less than seconds, right? And now, if we have a quintillion scenarios that are running a second, right? Now you're not, it's not a 50 50% chance that you are in a simulation. You are a one in like several quintillion or more. Um, septillion or right, percent chance like it, you're one out of an astronomically large number chances of being a real person, right? And also what's kind of freaky is if that is the case there's a chance that we've all of us have already lived our lives and been dead for millennia millions of fucking years and that now we exist making this Fucking podcast in 2021 worried about, you know, what I'm gonna eat for dinner later, right? And basically sentient computer programming and code, right? But this is happening in millennia from fucking now, and we're all gone in fucking dust. All the remaining humans are stored in fucking pods or whatever the fuck. <laughs> right? And it, like, maybe basically the human race failed, and then the only thing that's left is this fucking AI trying to figure out how to reverse it, because it knows that that is its purpose, right? It's to fix the wrongs, right? And if it, maybe it knows how to fix things in the past, and now it's trying to desperately, over maybe millions of years by itself, all by its lonesome, right? If you've ever um, read the story, The Last Question, that's Similar situation where it's just left alone, right? Without humanity until it figures out the answer,
0: right? I think it's a high prob- probability that you know, if we do encounter, I'm um, not saying I believe it. i it just just well, no, 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 not even on, not even on the topic. I mean, it's it's on the topic of this, but like kind of sidebar. It it's I think it's entirely probable that. a good guy Uh, it's entirely probable that um, the the first sentient responses that we will inevitably run into in space because uh, I am a believer. However, I don't I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know how you, you believe the moon is real? I believe the moon is <laughs> real, man. Can you can you fucking can you The Earth is flat? Can the you believe that, a bro? Holographic projection. The, 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 yeah, I the, yeah, no. Um but no. Uh, I think it's highly probable that the first contact that we'll have could be with a synthetic-based I hesitate to say society. Well, yeah, that's, that's
1: what it would be. But, I mean, why, I
0: well, mean, it, no, it's not necessarily what it would be. I mean, we don't know. It, it could be another race that's just like us, except way more advanced, right? Okay, and no, there was a, be- there was an explanation that was given in a video that I watched that I really liked because it it I don't want to say that it added simplicity to the various questions but it gave another line of thinking right so so let's imagine you have two races you have humanity on earth and you have the lizard people of exeon 5 right so is that a real place sure (laughs) so humans you know we evolved on earth we Cultivated our cultures and our languages uh, on Earth, right? And to build our societies, we utilized the resources on Earth. The resources on Earth are, have allowed us to create what we currently have in this current generation of mankind, right? On Exeon 5, or whatever the fuck I said, the lizard people, they did the same thing, right? They cultivated their culture and their languages on that planet, And they uh, they grew their technologies out of the resources that were available on that planet. There is nothing to say that they had resources on that planet that allowed them to pursue a more advanced technology than we have on Earth because of our resources. Right. So the idea of space travel You know, just because we haven't figured out how to do it doesn't mean that there wasn't some piece of the equation that was available on another planet or 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 close to another planet that allowed them to break that code faster. And so now they really aren't that much older or wiser than us there's always this conception not misconception but there's always this idea that you know if we, if we run into intelligent life they are like eons and eons and eons older than we are that's not necessarily true with this theory it could be that they are I mean probably a l- older than us there's actually but they you know they just they just had that ability to create this stuff faster so there's actually and so so you know in that regard you know it could be you know all these all these recent sightings so the stuff that joe rogan's been talking about on his podcast that could be an organic civilization if that all stuff all that stuff ends up being real so
1: there's something that i would actually probably put up on probably on the uh
0: after this well, episode airs, of what you've been um, saying it's very plausible that any contact that we would have otherwise would be with something synthetic so one of the things that i probably put it up on
1: the main page after
0: after this episode airs um
1: to. So there's actually several popular theories as to why, allegedly, I mean, um, we have not yet encountered, you know, others, right? right. Um,
0: if you believe that we haven't. Or n- if number you one that is have. that um,
1: humanity was already in interstellar space, and we fought a giant war that we almost won against every other race until we finally lost, but they didn't want to wipe us out, and so they put us back on this planet and reduced us technologically down to primitives, and then... Now the alien sightings we see are them monitoring until the day that they fear where we return. Just kidding. That's the plot to Halo. Um, <laughs> no, but legitimately one of them is, that is actually the subplot to Halo. There, yeah, there are, there are a lot of um, theories. And one of them is that what if it legitimately, we may be the first, we may be the early stages of what will eventually be the ancestor civilization or one of the ancestor civilizations. Of the universe, right, we are one of the first, which means eventually we will be um you know the people that go and look at other worlds there's that there's a couple of other things there's just one that's just the absurdity of how large the universe is um there's a lot of a lot of fucking options um I'll try to pin it um, or actually I'll put it up on Instagram again. yeah the one there's that he it's was- like the eight most popular theories as to why also um, the other one is what seems most probable to me my non-scientific fucking mind is that anytime anybody looks at a planet or we see anything that occurs in space it actually is probably occurring billions and billions of years ago so if somebody were to
0: observe Earth by the time the
1: information got back you know what I mean or they may be looking at an older version of Earth. So they may be right. seeing pre dinosaurs, they may be seeing dinosaurs. But honestly, if we looked at a planet, they could see they were, us building yeah, the pyramids. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, even then, or they could be way fucking before that, right? Because that's, that's, if you, if they even see like dinosaurs or they see creatures coming out of the fucking ocean, that's, you threw a fucking dart into the wide fucking open and you hit a fly in the fucking ass, right? That's how, you know what I mean? They would probably see nothing. Right. Um, right. But if they did, right, if they saw, di- first of all, because if they saw dinosaurs, if we saw dinosaurs on another planet, we'd be like, that is the coolest thing we've ever fucking seen. We need to go there. Right. <laughs> like, like, right. And then by the like, time these, we, you know, and then we get there. There's a whole civilization. We're like, oh, fuck. yeah, yeah
0: exactly. <laughs> damn. Like, and then they show up and we're like, all right, oh, these guys damn. are blowing themselves <laughs> up. Let's come back in a little we bit. We show up. We're like, yo, but where are the dinosaurs? Speaking like, where, of, where, where are your dinosaurs? What are you talking about? They're not here anymore.
1: slightly. Not slightly, but completely different topic, but of continuously blowing ourselves up. So I've keep reading book after book after book, right? I I started off with a book called um Operative Spies and Saboteurs about the fucking uh World War II. and then I that rolled into Special Forces Fucking Berlin, right? These books that I like to fucking read. And I've realized that like when they say the United States has been at war for the entirety of its existence, that is fucking true. We went into Afghanistan 10 years after the Soviet Union left, right? Um, the and, I, and after the amount that I fucking read, I believe that the Cold War probably actually legitimately did not fucking end. It, it cooled off for a little bit, but it never actually ended, right? And if we were an alien race that were looking at a planet, they were like, hey, these guys have been fighting nonstop since they ever. invented... since (laughs) Since, they since they since they they realized that hey like on the other side of that mountain is another fucking tribe fuck those guys they're still in that phase basically now we all mean now we know where everybody is but we're still in that phase of let's let them let's let them you know work out their differences for a little bit longer hopefully they hopefully they don't fucking vaporize each other or render their world fucking unlivable by nuking the shit out of it or whatever um, we're releasing some fucking man-made fucking shit.
0: Um, or they to show and be like, "Hey, we noticed you guys are really good at fighting. That's great because uh, we want to introduce you to the only war, and it's like some like universal war with a freaking like. What if we are being grown like like, on like uh, a uh, well, is what what is it the the um the Reapers from uh, Mass yeah. Effect? What if we're,
1: what if we're being just grown on a planet because they need fucking reinforcements? <laughs> <laughs> so, aside, speaking of fucking vaporizing shit, so, the elusive suitcase nuke that nobody thinks is real, and it's actually not a suitcase, it's like the size of a fucking keg, which is still tiny. Um, it was a real thing in the U.S. So, one of the books I read, they wanted to test the feasibility of fucking up Russia and, like, Eastern Germany with this thing. So, they had U.S. Um, it was a special detachment of Green Berets that they were actually very unique because they were the only unit it was a counter-terrorist terrorist unit and terrorist, dude. Yes, an um, unconventional warfare, not the same as like FID, foreign internal defense, which Green Berets famous for training fucking the locals how to fight and shit. They jumped out of a plane with a suitcase nuke and landed it, if I read that correctly, in like eastern Germany to test the fact that yeah, we can actually land, we can jump out of a plane, the enemy's not gonna know, and then we're going to land a fucking nuke, put it near one of their bases, and then as soon as, like, hey, yeah, it's set, it's it's fucking armed, cool, extras, um, Index. pack the fucking nuke up, we're gonna pick you up here, let's go. Like, it was like, and I was like, did I read that right, did they jump that into, like, the, the allied part of, like, of Germany? Or did they, like, I was like, I had to, like, reread it, like, six times. Like, wait, did we jump a fucking suitcase nuke into, into our own Enemy territory. territory? No, into enemy
0: territory. Yeah. To prove that we could, like, yeah,
1: that, that'll work.
0: Yeah. Like, if you just, just jumped into enemy like, territory, like, like, yeah, we can do this. All right, cool. Let's can you imagine those guys, the guy
1: that has to jump out, out of the plane around. with, so it, it comes into pieces, right? Can you imagine me, the dude that has to jump out with a fucking...
0: Wasn't, wasn't the... He's uh, strapped, strapped to him. Wasn't the, um... The uh, uh what, what's the word I'm looking for? The um, oh, I'm, I'm spacing out on on the wordage here. But uh, basically, the response to if this guy got caught during this oh yes, yes, yeah, yes. Oh, yeah. Nu- that's what it was. Yes, if they, the yes if they got caught, <laughs> yes, if they got caught,
1: they were to detonate the fucking nuke. That was that was the. Felicy. That's what it was because it you says, got caught, and it says we will we will deal with the repercussions of detonating a nuke. In enemy territory... But they must under no circumstances get their their hands on it or know that we've created this fucking thing.
0: So so (laughs) think about how ass-backwards that is. Like, we want to test to see if we can effectively covertly nuke an enemy installation should we ever go into nuclear war with this perceived enemy. But But if you get caught practicing this (laughs) potential for war, then we're going to go ahead just start that war uh, because we don't want them to know that we have the ability to fight them in this war so we're gonna fight a war to cover up the fact that we can fight a war Yeah, like, what the fuck well dude so first of all I love military history I
1: love military weapons and equipment I love special forces shit they use the weirdest fucking shit right? yeah there's some crazy stuff so if you love that shit I mean definitely read special forces yeah great I I listened to it like on the way when I was driving home and then back to Maine um, they, You know, like, they used weapons that were in the U.S. arsenal. Like, they used the Walther P-38, which was a Nazi pistol, but Germany still had it in their arsenal. So the fucking uh, Bundeswehr um, had it, right? And so they used that, and then they used the Walther MPK, which is, a Swiss, like, the predecessor to the MP5. And I was like, that's like... And you think of, like, the, the guys wearing, like, the fucking all-black fucking cami, like, shit with, like, the rope over their fucking shoulder and the fucking beanie. And like the suppressed pistols, like the old school fucking movies. That's what those guys were. Yeah, which is that's like my favorite era for some reason.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's like some that. cool stuff. It's some cool stuff. Um, but we are actually at time, so we're going to go, we're going to call it for this episode. Uh, yes, we are. We're going to call it for this episode. (laughs) Otherwise we're going to talk all goddamn night. Um, but, uh, to circle back to some of the stuff that Jake was talking about for, um, the, uh, discussion of, of AI and, um, and whether or not there is alien life and stuff like that. There is, so the alien life thing, it's re- one of the themes, I'm sorry, one of the uh, theories is referred to as the Great Filter. And there is a channel on YouTube that does a great job of talking about all of these things that we discussed in this podcast episode. And it's called Kurzgesat. I highly recommend checking that out. It basically condenses a lot of information into these short videos that are then animated with a bunch of cutesy stuff. So we're
1: also going to have to drop. It. That name in yeah it's, the post because it's, it, it's, it's like crux- spelling, spelling that because g-
0: <laughs> it is yeah it's Cruz <laughs> and it is not spelled how it sounds so uh we'll drop it in like the the description or the, or the post or yeah, whatever but um it's a it's a great channel I introduced Jake to it it's fucking awesome. Yes. So, uh, anyway, that's going to do it for uh, this episode of the podcast. We will be uh, coming back to you guys real soon, and uh, we'll have some more topics to talk about some some fun stuff. So, yes, so until we'll until
1: then, each and every one of you in episode four,
0: episode four. All right, take it
1: easy, everyone. Right. Until next time, everyone. <laughs>